on this our final installment of our chat with Roberto Moreno. I hope you'll stay with us. Well, Roberto Moreno has talked about his career in Formula One and also in IndyCars. We go back in time now to when he had his first ever races and race wins in karts. 76 you won a go-kart title. Yes. And 2000 and... And then I broke my foot oh. a month later. Oh my gosh. And it took me one year going to hostel every day to fix it. The bone was out. There was no skin, no meat, and they had to scrape the skin for the meat to grow above the bone before the skin took over. And I had to go every day for a painful hour to clean up every fucking day. So then I gave up motorbikes. It was a motorbike accident, and I uh, went into go karts. I mean, I, I continued to to go to do go karts, and then. <clears throat> Nelson Piquet was a good friend of mine. Actually, I met Nelson because he was a motorbike mechanic in the shop, which three guys got to Formula One. Alex Ribeiro, Nelson, and myself. Nelson was a motorcycle mechanic. I used to go there with my motorcycle when I was 12, and a little motorcycle, and ask him how I would do things in the motorbike. And he would teach me. And then I would go home, play with my motorbike, put it apart, put it back together. Every so often I had to go back to him to ask how to do this or that. And I, um, that's how I met Nelson. Then he went racing. I stayed in Brasilia. And in 1978, he came back to Brazil for Christmas and he had won everything in Formula 3. Yes. And he said to me, oh, Bash, you're going to go and race. I was trying to race saloon cars in Brazil, chasing money. I, I had only driven go-karts. I said, no, you're not going to race in Brazil. You're going to race in England. I said, what? No, you're racing in England. I said, how? Oh, England is a small country. You, you, you race, Formula 4 races, you race on the same day. You go in the morning, you race, you come back home in the night. You don't spend much money. There are so many races, so much cheaper than Brazil. I said, Nelson, hang on. How? you want me to go to England and oh I figured everything out already I talked to a guy that worked for me and he doesn't want to go to Formula One with me he's gonna help you he's gonna buy your car sell your car make your entries sure see hang on Nelson how could I go to England and race if I don't speak English and he looked at me and said do you need to speak to drive I said no I said then <laughs> and then I said but Nelson I don't have money or anything. Our old sponsor of mine, he doesn't want to go to Formula One with me. I'm going to convince him to sponsor you. I said, okay, great. But I don't know anything. How can I handle myself? And that's when he said, well, there's a guy coming to spend Christmas with me, which is Peewee. He's going to help you to get going in England. But you're going to have to be your own mechanic and you're going to do your own thing. I said, no problem. And he's going to help you. Okay. I said, Nelson, what about if I'm no good at this shit? <laughs> I asked him. I said, well, I've only done go-karts. 
Well, well, if I'm no good, ah, oh, what are you doing go-karts? You're doing Formula One. That's not a problem. I said, come on. What about if I don't like England, if I can't get on with the weather? And then that took him a little longer to answer. <laughs> he looked at me and said, Roberto, if you, you know what? You, you, you can't speak English, right? No. You go to England, you learn English at least. If you're not good in racing, you come back to Brazil with another language. And that was the trick to get me going. I said, okay, let's do it. Because if it was come to what, I would have done language. I would have learned another language. Yeah. 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 So, and you've done it very well. <laughs> so when I got to England, stayed 15 days in Nelson's house, and then <clears throat> unfortunately the money that he's supposed to find for me uh, it wasn't much. Like, give you an example, it, it would take 25,000 US dollars to drive for Van Diemen in 25 races with 25 tests, plus leaving expenses. Nelson got me $8,000. And some friends got together, they each pitching $1,000, so I got to $13,000. And I had to live out of that money. So with Pee-wee and Ron Toronac's help, because Pee-wee talked to Ron Toronac, who allowed me to use one of his old shed at, at uh, Route Cars yeah. for free, in exchange of working at his shops, at his shop. Uh, I used to do all the material. Um, I, I used to cut a big uh, two, 200 liter barrier, yep. paint it, yep. and put bronze, aluminum, uh, oh, yeah. Still, yeah. I did all that, cleaned the whole shop for him in exchange of... Um, yeah, free uh, rig, yeah. Yeah, so did that and I started my season in Formula Ford. I did 22 races and 22 tests with $13,000 and I leave out of that money. It was something amazing. So that's how I started. From all I know, you shone pretty early. I mean, you didn't have to spend years developing your skills. You, from when you started, you were very quickly up to speed. I think Nelson was right when he said, go-kart teaches you. Yeah. And I did the same in go-karts. Right away, I was fast. I won my first race in go-karts. And um, Nelson saw that. And he said, no, with, with your... Uh, will to do things in life, you, you get on. But don't call me. Only if you're in desperate situation because I want you to find your own road. And then he complained that I never called him. <laughs> your family background? My father was just a bank worker. Okay. With, Sao Paulo? Uh, in Brasilia. Brasilia. We're from Rio. And my father moved to Brasilia because he was offered more salary and full retirement uh, salary if he went to Brasilia because Brasilia was built in it's 61. A, new, a big new city. Yeah, in 71, nobody wanted to go there. So they had to offer extra things for yeah. people to go there. And my father went there with the central bank. And that city had... It was designed before it was built. It was like Canberra. Yes. And they, they did all the roads 
with no cross junctions, no traffic lights. It was like a big racetrack. <laughs> Your training ground. And I tell you, and they built the roads before the buildings because it was all planned. Yeah. This beautiful large roads uh, go you go around to go on the top. It was amazing. And that's where there was a shop. They used to sell go-karts, motorbikes, and tune cars, which Alex Ribeiro owned it. And Nelson worked as a mechanic. And I bought a motorcycle there because I said to my father, if you're taking me away from the ocean, you've got to buy me a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. <laughs> Crazy father he did. How, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Uh, two brothers, two okay. older brothers. Two older? Yeah. Oh. Don't get on with them at all. No, no. but you're cut from a, bit of, a different bit of wood. Well, they, they stayed in Rio. They, they didn't want to come oh, to Brazil. I see. Okay. I was a young one. Roberto Moreno now spends a lot of his time mentoring young drivers, particularly young Brazilian drivers, right around the world. Tony Whitlock spoke to Roberto Moreno there at the beginning of this year whilst he was in New Zealand looking after the young driver, Igor Fraga, who went on to win this year's TRS series and now has become a... Red Bull Racing Academy driver. Roberto Moreno, a fascinating life in motorsport. I hope you've enjoyed this with him. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.